What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the house sold separately. I'm actually doing this live on Instagram. I appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in. Uh, weekly podcast dedicated to all of you amazing people out there who are either watching me right now online or uh, listening somewhere in and around the world. As I would say, you guys are like the quintessential anti-status quoers. Um, whether you are just doing your own thing or you want to do your own thing, you just do not believe in <laughs> the general narrative of uh, society telling you what's successful or what you, you know, what you should be doing with your life. Because how does anybody know what you should be doing with your life is my is my thing, is my spiel, right? Um, normally we do uh, guest episodes, but I'm doing a string of solo episodes. And that's what we're going to be doing right now as I do this on IG Live for any of my newer listeners. Um, you guys know, I say it to my community all the time. You can reach out at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. I answer each and every single DM, text, reply, response. And all of you watching know I do. Some of you have tested me. What's up, Brian? I appreciate you. Brian's one of my oldest friends listening on in. Um, anyways, I so we normally have conversations about... Um, you know, somewhere, some aspect of the journey. I saw years ago that media was like, oh, here's a really great successful story. And even then they can position success any way that they want to. And I was like, that's not right. And we're going to, we're going to go left when they go right. And so, um, I instantly took to the airwaves and basically said, we're going to have some real raw fucking conversations, um, that are often missing. And we're going to bring guests on who are going to talk about what are they experiencing in real time? So that's been going really well for six years, and here we are, and I'm starting to do more solo episodes. And recently, I started asking on Instagram uh, for people to tell me topics they wanted to talk about and they wanted to dive further into. And I said, like, you know, I want you to go all in. Like, don't hold back and don't feel bad about asking on any of this stuff. And you'd be surprised anyways how much how much you guys ask uh, in the DM anyways, right? So uh, Victoria... Taylor, Victoria Knows Best, she asked me um, in a, this is actually what also helped inspire me just reaching out to all of you guys and asking this. She said, how do we, how do I learn, how do we, how, to learn how to stop practicing your trauma throughout your life, mindset, and uh, coping habits, and actively live in your present healing after you start to do the healing, right? This is an interesting topic, um, and I want to tackle it because, um, we are always operating at a conscious and subconscious level. I'm going to flow on this. I made a couple of notes here, but I'm going to flow on this a little bit. Um, and I wrote down a little bit of like my advice um, because traumas fucking happen. Like, let's just get that out of the way. Anybody that says they don't ever have had never had a trauma. God bless whatever like journey you're on. Um, but I don't believe that to be the truth. There's like traumas happen, like plain and simple. They happen. They happen when we least expect them, or maybe we did. <laughs> maybe the signs were there. Um, and sometimes they stick with us for a very long time. That's a problem, 
because it doesn't belong to us. It's just a point in time that we didn't understand something and we have to, you know, not take that with us, but use that in how we define where we're going. That's really what it is. Simple, sounds simple, but we still get fucked in the head a little bit over time because we don't even realize what's happening at a very subconscious level, right? Because it goes into the cellular memory. And so what happens is even things that happen when we were three, four, five, I don't know, we've got tons of them. I can think of like, even when your parent meant right by something and traumatized you and said like, you'll never get in anywhere if you behave like this. And then you subconsciously carried that throughout your life. It's a fucking trauma. It's going to go with you for a little bit, right? So um, the idea there is that on any given point in time when you're interacting with people or in this world, you may get triggered up from those traumas. And if you're not self-aware enough, you may not see them when they're happening, right? So the idea is to just simply first start by paying attention like where the emotion, when the emotion comes in, like what just happened. So the moment you want to like lash back out or you want to project right back or you want to attack or you want to anything or you feel furious or you feel anything that doesn't normally feel in alignment with you before doing anything, right? Even if you've been doing the healing and by the way, doing the healing, you're still going to find layers, but we'll get to that here in a minute. So when something happens, immediately, immediately feel the emotion. Just feel the emotion like internally. That's that's like the perfect start, right? And what I mean by that is, um, and I've quoted this before, but um, in an interview with Bruce Lee many, many, many years ago, and this was in a conversation I just recently had too, many years ago, Bruce Lee was asked, um, what do you do when somebody attacks you? And he said, well, you have to think both of a physical attack and a, ment- and, a, and a verbal attack as the same thing. Um, he's like, but for the purposes of like verbal, let's talk verbal. He's like, when somebody comes at you, don't react. Learn to respond, but don't react. And what he said is, when somebody comes at you, feel it. What's triggering up inside? What's going on? What's what's happening? What what are you feeling at that moment? Okay, you feel like you know someone's like bashing you. You feel like someone's like putting you down. You feel like um, somebody is discrediting you, throwing you under the bus. You know, I've dealt with that. You know, all that shit, right? Well, when that happens, um, get good. He said, at once you feel what the feeling is, where did it come from? So step two is where did it come from? Like. All right. In the beginning, this could take kind of a while while you're in front of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially if you get attacked. I've literally had to excuse myself. But like, you know what? Um, just give me a moment. Um, and uh, so, but Bruce Lee said, figure out where it came from. What, what's, what's happening in that moment? You feel something came from somewhere long ago, maybe. Where did it come from? Then try to understand it. Because once you understand it, it dissolves it. And from understanding it, you then know like that's something that you no longer are, right? Which is kind of cool in that, in that aspect. Then you can figure out what to respond with. Not react, respond. And he said that if you practice that fast enough, or excuse me, long enough, 
you get faster and faster and faster that eventually you can start to see how people are going to come at you long before they even do. Like that's how far out and ahead you just get with human behavior and design, right? Which is pretty cool. So that practice is very helpful for me. It's been very helpful for me. And that's one of the things I wanted to share with Victoria's question about like, how do you practice, stop practicing your trauma throughout your life? You lean into it. Like when you actually are feeling it, you have to understand it versus leading from it. Like leading from it's just going to get you into a lot of shit. And I'll give you a perfect example, a really good example. How are we doing on time? Eight minutes in so far. All right. A really good example is I remember even in business, um, and I think I've used this before, but, um, and I'm so, apologies to any of my podcast listeners if this was on another podcast episode, but I remember in business, I, uh, as somebody where I was so prepared and had everything all done, like our team had it done. It was done and done. And this person was attacking, attacking me like, well, where's this and where's that? And first of all, they weren't normally even really a part of this, but they were asking these questions and I was like, all right, I'm being attacked. Like, and I could feel it internally. And I felt that old sabotage energy from like 10 years ago. Right. And I was like, all right. I understood it right away. I'm like, oh, that comes from what I used to allow in business and like, fuck that, you know, but, but let's not attack back. You know, that's not going to work. So, um, I easily understood right away. I'm like, oh, okay. I checked in. I'm doing right. We crushed everything that we said we're going to do. This person's having a problem. It ain't about me. So instantly I then turned to this person and said, We've done all this stuff. I totally get where you're at. You must have a lot going on. What are your top priorities and how can we support you moving forward? Disarm, done, and done. It was done after that. She was like, oh my God, thank you so much. There's a lot going on. There's this, there's that. And I was like, I get you. I totally get it. How can we support you? Disarm the person, open them right up. The trauma didn't lead and um, ultimately became a trusted, like, you know, strategic partner, if you will, right? Or a strategic, um, you know, in doing the work. So that's where, you know, so anybody that's just tuning in, by the way, um, you know, stop, the, the, the goal with this uh, was to stop, uh, a woman, Victoria had asked, learning how to stop practicing your trauma throughout your life, mindset and coping habits and actively live in your present healing after you started to do the healing. Well, I'd started doing the healing for many years. And so now I actively live in the present. When something happens, I'm just gonna fucking lean into it and deal with it. I'm going to actually like, feel what I feel for a moment. And the thing is, is I, I read this. No, I didn't read this. I, I wrote this, but it was based on something I had read. Most people avoid um, uh, conflict, but avoiding conflict is very conflicting, right? Because uh, what's up, Jeanette? Uh, so avoiding conflict is very conflicting because you're not dealing with it. So what is happening is you're making narratives have a future in that wild like versus simply just been like i'm having a moment we're going to talk about this because we're going to have a conversation we're going to have a conversation about this and now step two communication so victoria this is for you and everybody else listening but communication which is just very simple like listen I'm feeling some way about this i'm not exactly sure what the hell is happening here and i just want to bring that to your attention I don't know what you're feeling, what, what's going on in your world, what's happening, what's anything, but like, here's what I know I'm responsible for and here's what's going on. So 
I want to talk about what I like where where I play in this role and like what I what I believe I'm accountable for and what's like happening in my world. And I'm feeling for the most part, I was feeling pretty good about it. But apparently we're not aligned. So like what's going on in your world and like how do we how do we solve whatever's happening here? This is going to save your relationships. This is going to save your marriages. This is going to save your businesses. This is going to save every fucking thing. Like the point is communicate. You don't want to lead into it. You all want to avoid conflict. Not you, but people want to avoid conflict. And for what? To create more conflict that'll be your future narrative. Like, I don't have that luxury of time anymore. I don't know where you all are at, but I have no luxury of that kind of time at all whatsoever. It comes up and depending on environment, because maybe that's not the exact time to have the conversation, it's happening. One way or another, we are dealing with this right now or within a day or wherever allows the space so that it it has its uh, respect and privacy, if you will, right? So that's how you kind of heal while you're doing the present healing. That's how you, you, you don't lead from your, you stop practicing your trauma, Victoria. That's what I would say. That's how you stop practicing your trauma. Um, and yeah, see the idea of communication is key and ghosting or ignoring uh, one is not. People ghost because they are afraid of dealing with conflict. They are, now, by the way, even though this might happen to you from, especially ghosting, right? Everybody hates ghosting. What's really happening is the person is afraid of telling you the truth because then weirdly, in a weird, ironic way, they're just afraid of letting you down. So they're copping out of actually telling you the truth because they're afraid of letting you down. Um, And that's why I always try to lead from a place of like, here's the deal. Like the space is safe. I need you to tell me whatever it is that is like you're feeling because I don't want anything but your, but like the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to let me down because I've already dealt with the um, detachment from, you know, I'm not, what am I going to hold you to doing something that you don't want to do? Like that's ridiculous. So we have to get good at like, it's not that we're letting other people down. It's that we're telling them where we're at. And that's, that's a huge difference. Um, people ghost because they are afraid of just simply dealing with it. And they're afraid of like what you're going to respond to. So I also tell people, make the space safe for them. Be like, listen, you may not want to tell me what you have to tell me. I totally get that. I'm going to have to deal with that. I'm going to have to deal with that on my own time, I'm sure, as well, too. What's going on? Just tell me what's up. I'd really appreciate it. By the way, the more we fucking do this for each other, the greater like a lot of the crap that's happening out there in the world right now will be way better. Way better. Most most people, they don't want to be wrong. They're so committed to being, uh, uh, they're so committed to their wrongness versus admitting that they're wrong. So they'll just keep going. That's a whole other conversation. And I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I'm not going to Joe Rogan it or anything right now. But whatever. The The point being is that there's this lack of accountability because most people are afraid of if I say something, how are you going to take it? Well, then you're both like losing at that point, right? You lose respect. You lose what the person is really thinking. You're losing how you can also maybe help them. But see, I also get it. The reason why people have a hard time communicating a lot of times too is because of um, the attachment 
that sometimes the counterparts put on the outcomes. Don't tell me something I don't want to hear. That's not going to work very well. Like, I need you to tell me exactly what you are thinking, feeling, and wanting because I need to see how we need to make adjustments. That's it. I don't have the luxury anymore of having attachments to uh, any kind of outcome and humans are going to be humans. Humans are going to be humans. Humans are going to do whatever is innately best for them. I just think that they should technically do it from a respectful place. But I also have come to learn that they're going to do it from whatever place of evolution they are at. So therefore, I have no expectations of how they're going to behave. My sole responsibility is my soul, is my responsibility. (laughs) My sole responsibility is my soul's responsibility, right? That's pretty much it. So um, one of the things that you can do also, Victoria, and again, this is for everybody in the community that's listening and everybody on the, the podcast all the listeners, um, about, uh, again, learning how to stop practicing your trauma throughout your life, mindset, and coping habits, and actively live in your present healing. I'm going to just tell you right now, self-reliance is everything. Self-reliance is everything. I'm not saying don't count on others. That's a bonus. But I am saying that the more you can do for yourself then the more you can do for others. And if others don't show up the way you'd like to, you're all good because you're not relying on other people to fulfill something that you're not already trying to do for yourself. All right, so that's a really, really big deal. And I'll give you a perfect example. Um, You know, uh, I don't know if my mother would, fucking kill me for using her as an example <laughs> but but i mean you know fuck it whatever we're we're very honest on here um you know my father passed away a couple of years ago and um you know she relied on my father for a lot of things even though she actually was a very independent mind and you know that's hard it's hard when you your your counterpart your partner's gone right and um but in the beginning she was asking for a lot of help in a lot of different areas but ironically, ironically, people weren't getting things done as fast as she needed it. And I would say, I'm like, well, what, what does that mean for you? And then she was just like, I guess I like, you know, I'm going to have to do it myself. And I'm like, here's the deal. I'm like, the reason why nobody will ever go as fast as you want them to is because they have their life and they're trying to fucking figure it out. That's just the way it is. They're trying to figure it out as well too, while also trying to manage how they can support you on the millions of other things that they've got going on. I'm like, now I'm your son. Like I can do a lot, but I, I'm in the middle of a lot of things that I myself am trying to build upon. I was like, you know, and quite frankly, a little jealous here. You already had like this so far incredible run with your life. I'm still trying to create mine from a different place. And she understood it. And she started, she was noticing she was having anxiety attacks. I'm like, cause you're waiting on other people. How did her anxiety attacks go? How did the traumas go away? She started dealing with shit on her own and started making stuff happen on her own. Suddenly she was like, when, when people would do something weird that would have normally affected her anxiety-wise, it was gone. She's like, oh, I get it now. And I'm like, yeah, because you're not, we knew that person was going to do that. We knew that person was going to do that. We knew that person was going to do that. You didn't wait around. You were already covered. Nothing to worry about. And that's how it works. Self-reliance constantly you know doing the work on yourself and that healing definitely allows you to stop practicing the trauma and it actually also is very empowering for yourself because what starts to happen is when people then 
do press on a trigger, <laughs> you're less likely to like I when people can still find a trigger or I learn new triggers because you like the layers I talked about earlier on. You have layers like you like complete and then later on you're like, oh shit, I think I still have like an extra layer there that I didn't even realize before. But you find them when somebody new finds it for you, right? And that's good. That's how you can that's how growth works. But what I have found though is that from all that self-reliance and doing all those things and constantly being in my body of work for me, it's perfect because then when somebody projects, I'm like, there ain't a damn thing you can tell me that I am not doing right now. I'm like, I, I'm straight. Like I got everything like done. I know where I'm at. I know where things are. I know what level of work is happening. I know my worthiness. I know my value. I know what I'm bringing to the table. Let's talk about where you're at. You know what I'm saying? But like I, internally though, like, cause you also have to hold your composure, but like the more self-reliance and the more um, you're in your healing or you're in your, um, you know, your, your work, the traumas will lead you less because you're just more self-aware. You're more confident. Like, so when people do come at you, you're like, do you want to talk about what's bothering you? Like, no, I don't want to talk about what's bothering me. <laughs> and I'm like, are you sure? They're like, well, you know, you're bothering me. I'm like, no, but I'm really not. Happy people don't attack. So what, what's going on inside you? Plus your choice of words is pretty much telling me exactly where you're at. Do you want to talk about that or you want to just kind of keep going on like that. And if so, do you mind if I leave? Because I just don't have that kind of luxury of time anymore. You know, you lose loved ones, you lose, you, you, you have startup failures, you have all kinds of things that happen. Like you get to a point where you're like, time is my most valuable asset. Like uh, no disrespect to anybody, but we can either have a very real conversation with you uh, and I, and that's fine. You know, I always, I even tell friends first time is you can vent for three hours. Second time you better come with a solution, <laughs> but it's only because my friends hold me to the same standard. Um, so yeah, you know, um, so hopefully that answers the question, Victoria, we're at about 21 minutes, but hopefully that answers the question about learning how to stop practicing your trauma throughout your life mindset and coping habits and actively live in your present healing after you started to do the healing. Um, at least in doing the healing yourself, uh, the self-awareness. And by the way, there's peaks and valleys of this shit too. I just want to be very, very straightforward about that. Um, I was having this discussion. Um, I think it was a few weeks back about um, when you get into the, the, like you start to do the work. So first there's the crash. Um, I think, 2020 was probably pretty good for a lot of people <laughs> and seeing that like they went through last year what I went through probably about eight, nine years ago, but you got this crash and then you finally get to a place where like, I'm sorry, enough is enough. You're going to get to a point where like something in, I, I have to figure this shit out, don't I? And yeah, you do. Then you're in this valley and I can't tell you how long the valley is going to be, but it definitely sucks at moments because you're like constantly learning stuff while moving along in this valley. And as part of the process, right? So um, while you're in the valley, um, every time you think you're about to merge out of it, you learn something new because you're just constantly unlearning a lot of your shit that maybe you didn't even realize that you were taking on. So the healing takes time. I always tell people you have to have grace with yourself. Um, but um, having grace with yourself is also like, it's huge, it's everything. Like again, if you're self-reliant, if you're doing the work yourself, like I mean on yourself, and you're getting more in an understanding of knowing like, oh, like, how am I showing up with my nutrition? How am I showing up with my finances? How am I showing up with my business? How am I showing up with my partnership? How am I showing up? Like all these things. You generally have some experience to draw from unworthiness and value for yourself because you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm out here doing the work, you know? Um, so 
you know, at a, at a new level in my business, I went right to my tax advisor. I'm like, you're teaching me these things that I don't know right now. Switch me up. And I, I sit sometimes and sit with them for three or four hours. Sometimes we go hiking. Sometimes we go for three or four hours. But I'm like, teach me. Like, have humility to, like, do it. But but putting yourself in that mode of operation heals areas of, like, whether you dealt with um, relationships or, or money or whatever. Like, because you, you're taking back control of your actions, right? So... Food for thought. Um, and then uh, there was another point I was going to bring up to that. Um, I just cannot remember it. And since most of this is basically on the fly uh, with a couple of notes right here. Um, but I really appreciate you guys. But yeah. So in the valley, though, as I was saying, is that like there's just moments where you start to feel like emerge after a while, as the quote says, it doesn't get easier. You just get better. It's true. You you the trauma stopped kind of running you because you started understanding all of them. But there's layers of this shit and there's layers that we've carried it sometimes for a while, depending on how old you are. So you eventually get to this place where you, you start to feel like you're kind of now more on this up and up again. And then that's a different level of momentum because you have to constantly stay present and kind of keep dealing with things as they come in with all the tools and the things that you learn in the process. So, um, so that's, pretty much it but uh yeah so having grace with yourself um and uh oh now i remember what it was and i might have said this on a podcast before so again to all my listeners sorry for that um there was this actor i forget who his name was is and uh he was giving a speech at oxford um uh university in in london and i believe it's in london in, in england and um, he was telling people, you ever see a friend fuck up so bad, so bad, like they made the worst mistakes. And you're like, all right, you know, listen, I know you have a good heart. You didn't mean it. You're going to be fine. Did you learn the lesson? Let's talk about it. Let's this. Let's like, you know, you're going through all the things. You not only don't judge the friend, you help the friend through it with compassion and grace and kindness and all this stuff. And he's giving this you know whole thing and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, you ever wonder why you don't do that to yourself? And the crowd kind of laughed and went silent right after that, like, oh shit, right? You ever wonder that? Why don't you treat yourself the exact same way? I'll tell you as a game changer, um, you know, this, this plays right into the Victoria's question about learning how to stop practicing your trauma. You start treating yourself like that and the conversation is very different. You don't lead with the trauma anymore because like, again, I'm doing the work. So like there ain't a damn thing you're going to tell me. You're going to come into my world and tell me like what I'm doing wrong. You focus on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you focus on you. But if there's something I can do better in relationship to the thing that you were hoping for in our exchange or in business or whatever, cool. Let's have a conversation about that. But no one's going to be harder on me than me because I'm very self-aware. I'm already doing the work. But most importantly, having that relationship with yourself is a game changer because, like, literally, I have to check in sometimes with myself and be like, what, what, what happened there? Like, what was that about, you know? And then be, like, cool to myself and be like, all right, that happens, you know? <laughs> you know, what are we going to do different from there from now on, right? So, um, so having grace with yourself and having a relationship with yourself and self-reliance and um, understanding and knowing the emotion of what's being triggered and understanding where that emotion came from, dealing with that emotion and where it came from, communicating, 
leaning in when you don't want to have the conversation, but you have to have the conversation, you're going to save an immense amount of time with you utilizing all of this stuff. So hopefully that answered your question. I appreciate all of you guys um, tuning in uh, via Instagram and for my global listeners on the podcast that I'm recording this for right now. Truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to be doing more of these. I'm also setting up some stuff at home on the uh, home studio as well. Um, please keep the DMs coming in, letting me know some of these topics. Um, and uh, I really, really appreciate it. And uh, oh, for you guys watching um, and for the ones that are listening on the podcast, mattgottesman.substack.com. I am now doing a Substack newsletter and it's going to be something different. It's going to lead into a bunch of different things. And it's a, if any of you are familiar with, you know, I, I say as an example, James Clear's 321, you know, he's got like the three thoughts, uh, two quotes or something like that in like one question. Mine's different, but I like the simplicity of communicating uh, with tens of thousands of people, <laughs> um, but in a, in a way that adds value to you, like, hey, like, why don't we all grow together? And a Substack is so easy because it's 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 different like format, and it's so easy. You like click a button, you're like, oh, I can see it. Go there, mattgosman.substack.com. It's called Permissionless. The concept of Permissionless is that um, we strive more as an independent than anything else. And we never need any reason from anybody else or validation to be and build whatever it is that we want to, right? Um, and in, in that, there's a lot of areas that I like to tackle, like money, like mindset, like multidisciplinary thinking, like crypto. Um, not everybody knows, but I've been doing crypto for about five or six years, five years, four years, five years. Um, all the way to, um, you know, mindfulness and to business and marketing and all these things that we're using to better ourselves in this world um, and from a really holistic place. So I appreciate you guys checking that out. Thank you, Letty, uh, for your comments uh, on the IG wall. I see that. I appreciate all you guys for tuning in. And, um, you know, thank you guys uh, for constantly supporting the growth of the community and for always reaching out. I appreciate you guys. I got to make sure I get like double, double time here. Um, thank you guys for everything. Oh, uh, any, any of you, please, uh, five-star rating and review on Apple really helps with the podcast growing. You guys are incredible. I appreciate all of you guys. We're out.